0: Hello and welcome to Take 18, a podcast where we love to talk about movies because we all love the movies. This show is produced by the Central Coast Film Society. My name is Daniel Lair, the founder and executive director of the Central Coast Film Society. And it is so great to have you guys here tuning in with us. I've got a really fun interview today with... uh, with a young gentleman uh josh benarski and he is an actor and also a part of the family business of running movies uh movie theaters here in san luis obispo um the city of san luis obispo and we're going to be actually showing in an, uh, an event there this saturday terminator 2 30th anniversary featuring Brad fidel the composer of the film will be there for a live q a you definitely don't want to miss that as well. But we're going to chat with uh, Josh in just a little bit and kind of get a preview of what things are to come. Um, and before we get into all that fun stuff, of course, I just want to make sure you guys are subscribing to our episode, to our podcast. Every time we post something, you'll be the first one to know. And we get a lot of really cool information about things that are coming out um, in the podcast. So definitely want to check that out. But of course... Go back and check out some of our old podcasts as well. There's a lot of some timeless stuff in there, just talking about movies, um, people in the business and their craft and what they do. Throughout this entire podcast series, we're going to be talking about movie news, um, reviews and interviews. And uh, But today is kind of a special one. We're just going to be talking about the um, the, 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 the screening and with Josh. So I'm going to go ahead and bring him in right now. All right, now we have Josh Bednarski here. Josh, how's it going?
1: Good. How are you doing, man?
0: I'm doing great. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, I I am so excited to talk to you about... Well, lots of things here, but, um, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, l- let's talk about you first before I get like totally like nerding out and just super excited, but well, let's talk about you. Well, I
1: might, I might, I might nerd out with you. Well, Hey, time.
0: then that's, this is perfect. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Um, so, all right. Well, tell me about a little bit about yourself. Uh, what is it you do, where you come from and, uh, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why are we all here? You know, this but. is
1: like, uh. Defending your life, uh, ex- <laughs> and ex- you've central. got thirty
0: seconds to do it. I, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh,
1: I like uh, tomato salsa. Nice. Just trying to come up with the most obscure thing I could say. Mild, um,
0: medium, or hot?
1: It depends. Just, it depends <laughs> on my stomach. It's oh. not. It's not based on. It's not based on what I would want all the time. Is hot, but sometimes it's just. Just not gotta, the cards. You got to calm down. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so i I was the type who like notoriously like mexican restaurant like there was no way i was even gonna taste my meal yeah like by the time the entree came i had 10 days worth of chips and salsa already inside me that kind of thing i i I,
0: I, that's a similar story with me i i think it's a (laughs) i think it's a big ploy somewhere somehow
1: I don't. I don't think the restaurants winning. Uh, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but, tell me. Um, tell me about your background.
0: What, what? What brings you? Like, how? What? What industry are you in right now?
1: Um. That's a good question. It's <laughs> another.
0: The industry. Not, not I the, mean, not the, the I Mexican. Mean, not the Mexican restaurant not industry. The re- no, not no. the
1: Mexican restaurant industry. Though I, I have been a server <laughs> at one. All right. Um, but uh yeah i guess i'm in uh the industry which is you know i guess this overarching term for entertainment the biz Um, yeah the biz the biz um which i've been in for a long time actually uh in and out of um you know and and starving for
0: um (laughs) when did you get started
1: uh so in terms of auditioning for things um like actual projects i was like 16 like going to new york and uh like pounding the pavement with different things from broadway to uh just actually motion capture on a video game like i had all different types of things getting seen for but i did a lot of stuff when i was younger but nothing really um professional so much a couple things but nothing you know i wanted that but it just i'm glad i had a regular childhood you know (laughs) after knowing what i know now right you know
0: yeah so you only
1: get one shot at that
0: that's true you know uh (laughs) but so but your your main focus was you wanted to be
1: actor performer yep yeah always always that and and it fell into also um musical stuff you know singing and dancing and that um so any any kind of entertainment but for acting i always felt like acting was the the coup de grace like the thing like wow like if you could do that for a living you know characters and
0: I mean, it sounds like, you know, acting, singing, dancing, they call that a triple threat, don't they?
1: Yeah, yeah. But it turns out uh, there's nothing threatening about it because uh, (laughs) there's a lot of triple threats. So uh, everybody's a triple threat. So it's no longer a threat. It's just, you know, a uh, I, I it used know. to Who be a status
0: symbol, you know, and now it's just It pfft.
1: used to be. Yeah. It's now, like going to now, college. Oh yeah, everybody's yeah, got a degree. Now yeah. it's a deg- Yeah, now it's a degree. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that's well, okay, so you you're going through everything. What what made you even want to do this? Like, I mean, I know my story is when I was a kid like um for me, honestly, I remember going to watch like i'm probably shouldn't say this i'm going to get my parents in trouble but i remember going to watch robocop in the movie theaters. that was one of the first movies i, I you oh, know nice. going to see and uh obviously rated r movie and i was much under that rated r <laughs> radar but right, um, right, right. but that opening scene i remember watching that and just you know my jaws on the floor But my mom is like, oh, my God, what did I take my kid to go see? And she's just like, hey, it's okay. It's pretend. It's catch up. It's all, you know, don't Mm -hmm, worry about mm -hmm. it. And I'm like, really? That's fake? That's awesome. I want to do that. Right? Like, this is, this is, does everybody know about this? Like, this is awesome. Yeah,
1: Um, yeah. So, well, I think that is the the fun thing about probably nerds like us is there's (laughs) these movies that um, we were a little scared of, possibly somewhat terrified, but we're like, (laughs) well, we like it. Like E.T. E.
0: I don't know why. Yeah, like
1: E.T. Like, oh, like even for me, like uh, Dark Crystal was a big oh, one. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, uh, even Jurassic Park, like, like yeah. I, I found parts scary, but I liked it kind of thing. Jurassic <laughs>
0: Park is what made me want to be a filmmaker because I'm like, okay, oh, when you're bringing dinosaurs to life, like I need yeah, to do this. Yeah. I need to get on this bandwagon. Hopefully, nobody else has figured out this movie making thing, and I, I can <laughs> just squeak in um apparently yeah, i was it, wrong that's on one that. of my
1: favorites <laughs> yeah i mean but it still holds up no, it, absolutely so yeah, yeah. The, the, there's no like watching it and be like eh, 1993 yeah <laughs> you know i've seen those visual effects before yeah exactly yeah. you
0: know speaking of uh <clears throat> early 90s um amazing films uh especially with visual effects and everything um we got a little bit of an event coming up this week and uh, it, it, it's this little movie uh, celebrating a 30th anniversary called Terminator 2. Um, and Josh, uh, you've been really helpful with us in, in, in getting this event going off. Uh, tell me your thoughts and feelings on this.
1: Um, there are more thoughts and feelings than a cybernetic uh, organism would have. Uh, so <laughs> that's, that's saying the, the, something, because I don't think yeah, they have
0: a lot of emotions.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think it's really relevant. I mean... Um, i can't think of the last time that like i didn't wake up and you know grab my phone as like the first thing i do every day yeah you know so i think the whole i mean the rise in the machines that whole thing it's still <laughs> they're you controlling
0: know, us and we don't even know very,
1: it. very relevant yeah you know? um but just a, a great film and I, i'm glad that we're able to bring it to the uh big big screen here and and the idea that the composer is going to be there for the Q and a, you know, that's really cool. I've already told some other people about that. There's, you know, quest of college has recording. I'm sure there's a lot of people who, um, you know, w- would be interested in composing because th- with there's all kinds of composing, um, right for film. And, you know, the, the electronic stuff is very much, um, happening i mean well i've got friends who work full-time in that so
0: yeah you know and it's actually it's funny because when you listen to the score i mean as because brad fidel he's he's the composer who will be there with us and and we're i i can't wait to just dive in and ask him all these questions um and uh but one of the you know the unique things is he he did the original terminator as well and then you know terminator 2 and uh, i think he even did the attraction at universal studios but oh nice uh, yeah yeah so he did that as well um and as well as True Lies, which to me is another one of my favorite movies. I don't it's know why I just I yeah. love it. James Cameron, Arnold Schwarzenegger, action flicks. Tom uh, Arnold and Tom Arnold. Yeah, no. It, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, maybe? yeah, and yep. uh, Bill yeah. Paxton as well makes a little appearance oh, yeah. in there. Um, but uh, yeah, no. I, I the the score though for Terminator to me is one of those that is is incredibly iconic because. There's nothing like it and and um you know it's that got that early kind of you know digital you know rhythmic uh pounding to it and and i you know from what i understand is he kind of made this this score all out of the equipment in his garage you know (laughs) um so yeah well i'm we're gonna i i'm just can't wait to talk to him about it but um this score is is definitely one of the most recognizable i think for me uh, at least and maybe that's just because i've seen the movie you know i don't even know how many thousands of times but
1: no I, but i think i think you're right about that because uh there have been things that have been somewhat similar but they don't exactly uh they're not as iconic they never fit into that that sound that is you know right boom, boom, boom. You know, the synth and the I think I want to say that, that there must be some processed brass in there. Um,
0: yeah. Well. So. I guess we'll find out on Saturday.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I, that's I'm a nerd about film music. I'm just into that. Yeah. Like, uh, it's. Yeah. Every summer in the Hollywood Bowl, if I can be at the John Williams concert, I I
0: am. I, I was just about to ask you, what is your uh, favorite score outside of Terminator? Of course.
1: Oh, man.
0: Come on. Give me at least a top I, if three. If I had to
1: say, okay, <laughs> top three. Um,
0: if an alien came down to Earth or a, a cybernetic uh, being and, and asked you, okay, tell me about movie scores, which three would you play them?
1: Oh, my God. I, I'm going to say three, and then I'll be thinking about this later, and it'll change probably. <laughs> but number one, E.T. Yeah, okay. Um, and then number two, I'm going to, oh, boy. I really like the Dark Crystal score. Really? I really like it's Trevor Jones. It's very rich. It's very beautiful.
0: Nice.
1: Um, the themes are rich. It's just got so much there. And then uh if I if I shift gears, I could just bring it to Chinema So um That is a of, that is a Mar- switching a
0: gear. That's that's like going from like first to sixth. and <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah you no. got you
1: got to throw some some of all that. In no, that,
0: but that's just, good. That's yeah. good. That, that's um, um, but yeah, and, it, and it, I think most people.
1: Oh, but I love James Horner too. See, now you're talking. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, like I love I love all of James Horner stuff. Willow is really great. Oh yeah. Um. See, I'm a total nerd, man. I'm not looking okay. cool on this podcast at all. No, you're, you're in welcome on company. I coming to look cool. It's not working.
0: <laughs> you're the coolest nerd I've talked to at least all day. It's all right. No yeah, b- at least all day. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, and, and I, I totally love it, too, because one of the things – I've got a five-year-old daughter, and one of the things that we do is we always play the movie – uh can you guess the movie song game and nice. and it's really awesome because obviously she hasn't seen all these movies but she listens to the music and et is definitely hands down her favorite song and she always has to listen to it but then of course the a close one is uh she loves lord of the rings and howard shore oh yeah so yeah you know it's See,
1: there you go the, i mean i missed that one too yeah mm-hmm. but a, you know what that one like why would i name that that's that's everything that's like so big
0: it's like it's got everything it, it does you know? yep no it's 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 pretty uh pretty incredible i mean and then uh, of course another one of the favorites and these are not i guess i wouldn't call them like your your top 10 movies that you would have on like a, a list but the music though is instantly recognizable so like back to the future like oh yeah just, Alan
1: Silvestri. yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I love it. And I heard that it was because uh, he's, I want to say he was a drummer first. And I think he said this was his, that was his first um, time like writing for an orchestra. Really? Or something. Yeah. Like it's wow. like a really big, big leap. So, but I love his music too. I yep. go on all day about his music too. <laughs> so, but anyways, yeah. come to uh, Terminator 2 to listen to the music.
0: Yeah. Now, <laughs> the other thing that I want to I want to emphasize about going to um the movie experience. Uh, I, okay, we need to talk about the actual the movie. family business. We need yeah we need to actually talk about the movie business. Uh, sorry, the movie experience, not the movie business. We are already doing that. The movie experience. Tell me why, in you know three sentences or less. Uh, why it is so cool to go see movies at the movie experience? Um,
1: well, for we the, have, for those of us
0: who have not been there,
1: we have really, really great sound and picture quality. Um, yeah. which should be a given, but unfortunately, it's not necessarily. It's not, um,
0: it's not a standard Cineplex kind of thing. You guys, no. you guys have really yeah. kind of dialed it in.
1: Yeah, I mean, the 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 company was used to like you know, delivering film reels in between showings to, to make the next one and linking them by, um, you know, interlocking them so you can play like, you know, three showings at a time and you had to get the film uh, up there in time so it doesn't stop the, the movie in the middle of it, stuff yeah. like that. So uh, projection has always been a really important part of uh, the business because it's been around for a long time, yeah. you know um but and then we also um serve local wine and beer and it's really local it's curated like i know the winemakers we talk about what we're going to put in there we try to pair it with our popcorn you know, you know and right now i don't
0: think i've ever paired wine with popcorn before i think that's on my my bucket list i need well, to do something Well the rosé oh okay. that's
1: there is chilled and it goes very well with it cuz the salt with the yeah, it's really, yeah, really the delightful. Sweeter. yeah, mm-hmm, all right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So, and um, we're going to try to be doing, uh, we don't have a cider yet, so I'm kind of on the lookout for that. That's the fun part for me. <laughs> uh, I like that hospitality side and yeah. everything. And um, and then we do have um, really good recliner seats. Um, Recline, you know, like, so these
0: are like the footrests go up kind of like
1: i don't have anything that's comfortable in my house for finer (laughs) seats there you go yeah like it's really really nice so and that's that's
0: awesome and then big like those big plush like seats Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. you
1: push the button and then it goes out and (laughs) you know there's big armrests so um i think we're trying our best to like do the whole theater with that but there are distinctions on the website as to how many of those seats are recliner, but I think what we want to go for is the whole thing. Cause you know, sometimes people really want the recliner and, right. you know, oversold or whatever, but the other seats are comfortable too. Sure. They just don't, you know, well, recline now, all the way
0: back. now let's also talk about the, the picture and sound. I mean, one of the things that, you know, certain places will do with private events or private screenings or things like that is, you know, they bring in a Blu-ray and just play that off, off the, uh, off the blu-ray player is that what we're going to be doing
1: that is definitely not what we'll be doing
0: <laughs> it's not <laughs> that, what no no so w- um, so we are know,
1: blu-ray you might be thinking oh blu-ray you know that's like <laughs> that that's like that's like post dvd that's, that's like post like vhs that's a triple rainbow <laughs> no <laughs> that's like 2k um, yeah d- the dcp package is the full digital experience so we are employing that and we'll, yeah. We're, we yeah we're, we yeah
0: we are getting the the full digital presentation the way that james cameron would want it to be shown right yeah, this is exactly. this is not and we know you james cameron that, james?
1: is, is you hear that james
0: yeah come on james you come and see it here <laughs> but yeah no this is this is definitely the way to experience this movie and and i i cannot be more excited for it like just just everything about it just going in there getting in those comfy seats listening to the amazing music the and just i mean the whole movie itself like the the sound effects the visual effects the, the look of everything i mean it is so iconic hollywood It it's it i mean yeah, honestly yeah.
1: i still don't know how they did uh is it t-1000 is that his name
0: yeah 000? yeah the, uh, the the silver the, the, dude. the liquid metal yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> i mean still don't know how they did that well and,
0: and you know and that's another one of the cases of early computer generated effects you know yeah. and, and jurassic park came out what two years after that so yeah you know this is the early days of cgi but it what i love about it is that it, it like with jurassic park it's the cgi married in with the practical effects And sometimes it's so hard to distinguish those. And I think that's what does such a great job. And unfortunately, and I'll be honest, because I, you know, I used to work in visual effects. I can say this sometimes that that is a kind of become a crutch that movies lean on a little bit too much. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Yes. And what's
1: hilarious is like the people who are doing it right now are basically going back to that blend. Right. Of, yeah. You know what? What we started with in, in early nineties of like let's let it creep in and let's combine it with creature effects and let's. It's like they it finally do. realized. Oh, that actually <laughs> looked yeah. good. That worked a lot better. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, that's I, I'm so uh, I, I, again. I'm I'm just very excited about it. So, um, yeah. What What is um? You know, I I wanted to ask you too. What is some of your favorite movie experiences that you have ever been to? Like. Like I said, for me, one of my my turning points was going to see RoboCop, uh, Jurassic Park. You know, uh, I would throw in Ghostbusters as well. Um, that kind of changed mm-hmm. my my mm-hmm. skull mush. Maybe even Last Crusade. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, as a kid, seeing all these movies coming out at you know late '80s, uh, early '90s, it just shaped me to be you know wanting to get into the biz. Um, what was it for you? What
1: what what flipped you know, the switch? Uh, um, to be honest, like i went to the movies as a regular thing on saturday nights my neighbor um that's what their family did like no matter how good or bad the the jobs are going in the house we count on saturday nights we go um to the movies the funny thing about that though is they didn't care what they were seeing they were just like whatever's here and it would sometimes end up being Mom and dad go over there. You kids you go see this. You know, <laughs> yeah. one of us want to go see this. We'll meet up here after uh you know, after the, they'll be around the same time, you know. So I saw so many things that I don't even know why I was allowed to see. It was they were there were no rules. Right. You know, so like I remember seeing Copland with uh Sylvester Stallone. Wow. Like <laughs> just like why? Um and then I also saw Vegas vacation that way. Yeah. Um oh geez a lot of you know horror things and everything um but that stands out to me as a memory of just like uh that was like a way that i was like seeing a lot of different things and seeing what's out there but um i will say it's probably stereotypical but the big thing for us was going to the midnight showings lord of the rings right you know and that was just you know awesome so you You know know, like literal midnight show
0: i you know know, i actually i was having this conversation the other day where i feel like it is so easy nowadays for for moviegoers because i felt like when you went to a midnight show and you showed up at like four hours ahead of time and got in line and then you waited till midnight like it was a badge of honor to oh, yeah. to get in there and watch that movie. Oh yeah.
1: And the next day, you know, it in yeah. school, everybody talking about it. It's yeah. Like, you know, um I, I think though, uh I didn't understand Lord of the Rings as much and I was a big fan of Willow. So, uh and, and now I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan and yeah. I understand the choice, but I was expecting uh to see some like Warwick Davis like play a hobbit. <laughs> right like that that's what i thought was gonna happen it's like you know these guys they're they're working actors man and they're losing it out to elijah wood and this bunch <laughs> but
0: <laughs> yeah that's anyway funny.
1: uh it it, it it yeah that that's the big cinematic group experience i mean we anticipated that film for so many years like i remember like you know t- 56k modem you know just like loading the like little behind the scenes featurette talking about, you know, Peter Jackson talking about, you know, the movie that's coming and the technology is ready for it now, you know? Um, and yeah, that was, that was probably the big, um, the big, me- yeah. big cinema going memory. No, you I, know?
0: I definitely, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, Lord of the Rings was, it's just one of those movies that was made for the silver screen. And, you know, yeah. as many times as we'll watch it at home, it never does it justice and i i, I feel yeah. like you know given the covid world that we were coming out of thankfully here uh, right now but i yeah. feel, i'm 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 concerned let's put it that way i'm concerned that too many people have gotten complacent with staying at home and streaming movies for the first time and and part of me it just like i'm just like no that's not yeah because yeah. even some of the movies that came out um you know, and went direct to streaming. I, I'm like, no, this movie was made for the screen, and you can just tell that the way that things are, you know, the the composition of the shots, it it, it really is trying to tell the story on a big screen. And I'm I'm sitting here watching it on my my phone. You know, right, it's like, right. No, right. no, it's it it hurts so bad. So I know, I know. I, I, I hear you. That's why I think it's great now that we're able to do these events and get people back into the theaters. And, and, you know, of course... Well, I mean,
1: thank God for big films like, you know, Marvel movies and things like that. Like, I'm actually not... Thank yeah. God I'm not a fan, too big of a fan, because I already have no life and watch too much of everything. <laughs> so Marvel, like, the one that I just... I didn't get hooked. Like, I didn't really, really? read comic books. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's what it is. But I know that those films and that fan base, like um Black yeah. Widow is already, like, this might be the movie that's like okay maybe maybe this will survive as a a human activity um but i will say i find it hard to believe that you know after just one year of not having this collective experience that it's not going to come back i think the world needs cinema um you can't begrudge the creators for Having a platform to make more work and do more work, like, um, and the studios have to come back to realizing that ultimately they're probably missing out on money more than they're not. Um, they might want to finagle it a certain way with you know these extra add ons and things, but we're still coming out of this, yeah, we are. And you know,
0: and I think the studios are looking at it as a supply and demand issue right now, too. You know, obviously, there's no demand, uh, I think for people to be breaking down the doors to go see Black Widow right now, but. You know they still need to get it out there and i it's it's kind of that that find the sweet spot and get started running but um
1: absolutely you know it sounds like
0: things are are backing up and running and uh we're finally getting these releases coming out uh especially in the fall you know like i have been waiting for that last uh no time to die i've been waiting (laughs) for that movie to come out so bad i've been waiting for ghostbusters and and uh uh what's the other one um (laughs) top gun you know i feel like i'm back in the 80s again you know (laughs) it's like james bond well
1: top gun like that was supposed to be like that was like i remember that being the first movie that i heard people be like oh that's the one right when the pandemic happened that they were like getting ready to see and excited about so yeah so yeah the fall will look better you know and i also think we're in the case of everybody's like liberated and like i can do anything now And there's so many options, like I can go, you know, to a concert, I could go to the beat, I could just feel normal in a public space, you know, without a mask, like that in and of itself. So, you know, I think that's part of the reason why we're seeing the numbers that we're seeing. And
0: I'm also pretty excited because it is summertime and I can go into a movie theater and enjoy the air conditioning. That's right. what is on the screen. Yes. Yes. Uh, Yeah. That is
1: a big, uh, big aspect for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: well all right so we've got Terminator 2 coming up uh with Brad Fidel he's gonna be a he's the composer he's going to be there for a live QA that we're going to do immediately following the screening the screening will start at one o'clock and we'll open the doors about 30 minutes prior to that uh, for everybody to come in and uh, of course if you want tickets you just go to dot society.org and go on our uh, click on our events and that's where it's at Um But, uh, Josh, before, before you run away, um, you are acting in, I know you, you started out with kind of that modest, uh, uh, you know, I, I tried out for a couple of things I didn't get it, but, uh, I heard tell that you are in a fairly good project coming out.
1: Yeah. Um, way bigger than I, I, um, initially realized. Um, but like exciting for everybody involved, like everybody, um, Except maybe Aaron Sorkin, he's probably just like business as usual. I'm, yeah. I'm brilliant and I'm making another thing because he is, I mean, just incredible stuff. I mean,
0: well, tell. Uh, I know you probably can't talk about because it it's still in post, but tell me yeah, what you can't tell me Yeah, actually, we don't, don't even
1: have a release date yet. So. Oh, you don't. Um, my guess is it'll be uh, towards the holidays. I get. Guess, I'm guessing. I'm thinking. I'm ho- hoping because I think These they want to be holidays,
0: not like next holidays. <laughs>
1: No, like these holidays, all yeah. Right, all right, um Because they want to be in consideration for um, uh, award season.
0: Right. Yeah. And just so that everybody knows, because we haven't said it, but this is the upcoming film being The Ricardos. Yes. Yeah.
1: Uh, directed by Aaron Sorkin. Um, uh, Lucille Ball is playing... Lucille Ball is playing... <laughs> Nicole Kidman is playing Lucille Ball. She did such and, a good uh, job that... <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. convinced. I was uh, there... Uh, with the living, breathing Lucille Ball. Um,
0: Was she that good? What?
1: What? What an incredible person, too. I mean, yeah. I, you know, always been a fan, and she's obviously a big movie star. Um, but also, like, incredibly down to earth, generous, um, grateful for everybody in her. You know, like when you're acting with her, like she's very generous. You know, and yeah. re- will be trusting in a way that's a very sweet thing as an actor to have and it's probably why she's so successful is that you know when you come into a scene i mean you're there and it's uh it's just a nice thing to have tony hale too um he was incredible everybody jk simmons oh my god Uh, such a such a legendary dude and really great to work with playing william frawley um nina arianda playing Vivian vance um am I missing? Javier Bardem's playing Ricky, uh, Ricky Ricardo. So, or Desi Arnaz, excuse me. There's two, three names for everybody (laughs) because, because because there's Lucille Ball and there's Lucy Ricardo and she had to just distinguish, you know, um, I don't know. There's, there's so much I probably can't talk about that was very, uh, very much uh, goose goosebumps for me and um, incredible as an actor. I, I play a PA, which was interesting because uh, all I talked to on set were PAs, so <laughs> I, I I felt like this is interesting. Like I'm yeah. I'm doing what they did, yeah. You know, uh, in the forties. You know, okay. um, so you're hearing, you know, copy. You're hearing uh, quad and set things like that, and these are the things that <laughs> I'm about to say. <laughs> so
0: so what? So was it a trip to go back in time on on those sets? I mean, I can only imagine what it was like
1: Ah, that's one of the coolest parts about it for sure i mean because you're wearing the clothes of that time period you know the costume designer her name is slipping my mind uh at the moment um but she worked on trial chicago Shep seven um and molly's game before that and she was great to work with um you know and so everything from the belt to the tie to everything is from that time period so it really um and every, we, we shot at the Wilshire Ebell Theater, um, which is an older art deco theater, like right there on Wilshire. And I mean, they obviously dress the set and plan things and stuff. But if you just walk into that place, you know, uh, it feels the period. And then, you know, you're driving down Rossmore Avenue with all the old buildings and Desilu Studios was right there, right. you know, where Paramount is. And actually, Bree and I lived like around the corner from paramount and sunset gower um for years and now we're in the central coast during this i get this job i could have walked to that (laughs) job (laughs) and of course you know now now i'm going down for that so yeah
0: no Um, you know and i had a chance to um uh walk around on paramount uh, a couple times and it, it was pretty cool to be there and actually see like the old buildings are still there of, of where their offices were. and Did, did and you see
1: Lucy's Park? Did you see Lucy's Park? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, so, it's, yeah. It's pretty it's, cool. it's pretty it's pretty phenomenal. um And it's just the amount of history that's there. And, and basically yeah. what these guys did for television as well. And, and is I mean, I don't think people give them enough credit for what they did.
1: Yeah, apparently it was Desi's idea to shoot and film, yeah. and they and they did three cameras. Yep. Um. So that's pretty. And, that was and like And that's not why done they before. have
0: preserved so much better than other television shows. I mean, it. Yeah. It really. It, yeah. It's you watch them and they are still just the quality of them are are still phenomenal.
1: Yeah. So, um, some a friend of mine was following this movie and talks for years. Apparently, I, it's been years in the making. I didn't know anything yeah. about. It um thankfully probably um but uh i think Kate blanchett was originally talked about um so there's there's everybody loves lucy and so everybody kind of gets kind of personal about you know she's 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 hard to replace like let's be honest she you know she's an icon um but i'm sure anybody that that you cast
0: for it some someone's going to be upset about it
1: no matter who yeah because it's not lucy um but it's funny because you're uh your your podcast is take 18 and i (laughs) saw nicole demand take after take after take to just do it justice and there was never anything wrong it was just she just wanted to um just keep going and and try to find something better yeah so so that was really so there really was a take 18 Yeah. yeah 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 i i was i was i was losing count so i can't confirm <laughs> you can
0: neither uh, confirm nor deny yeah
1: yeah but it was it was um,
0: a, a bundle yeah
1: mm-hmm. but um yeah all i can say is that um you know i love lucy the show is a comedy um and it's you know there, people are watching it to laugh this this is, is about the, Aaron real,
0: the real life story It is about
1: it. the real life yep. story of, of, a, of a week in production and I, I love lucy it's it's very cool the way that's done and um the story is great and it, there's a lot of drama and it's uh, just you should come see it there you go come see it <laughs> in, a come, come, in a theater in a theater absolutely <laughs> at the movie experience
0: in downtown mm-hmm. slow yeah yes after you so go to you a mexican to, um... restaurant and eat all the chips you can <laughs>
1: yeah no you can't no, do that oh no
0: i'm sorry no you got to come and eat no, all no, the you food buy there.
1: your corn at the theater
0: so it's an it's you an know? after snack
1: yeah you buy your corn at the theater <laughs> that's right um, so like i'll just interject here with the with the history thing to yeah. bring it back the cool other element is that the movie experience is um a fourth generation um run theater in its in its history that's cool. not this particular theater this one opened in 1994 but uh, my wife Bree, she's also an actor um her i want to say great-grandfather, um, was working production um, right in that area on Melrose, um, where Raleigh Studios is now. Um, the detailed history is on the website. <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, basically during the 1918 flu pandemic, Spanish flu, mm-hmm. and they say, it, was it that or was it World War One? blah, 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 but Hollywood did... Um, shut down similarly Hmm. and that was kind of when he got started and got his own theater um at at that time so this is now the second uh pandemic that the wow the the fourth generation family had
0: to deal with yeah
1: yeah so we we are we're surviving that um but uh it's a pretty cool story because similarly You know, nobody wanted to be in the theater and, you know, there were there was mass drama and, you know, blah, 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 all that. So but they not only I mean, that was really the beginning of his great company. And the company has over the years had, you know, they've gone up to having a lot of multiplexes and things all over um, Los Angeles and Orange County and San Diego County and places like that. But now it's just this one. Wow, it's just this one so people don't know that because we play you know the big movies which you know it's hard to like communicate like you know we run the theater um and then the big the big hollywood uh they they make the movies you know so we play you know so it's trying to communicate that without um you know and it's a good town for that i mean i could i've been blown away by the whole support local thing I, i have a coffee shop that's uh near us run by some uh, wonderful italian immigrants that got here i think in 2018 mm-hmm. and people literally buy their shirts wear their shirts to the coffee shop <laughs> to, to drink their coffee oh, that's awesome you know like yeah and that's just like such a supportive sweet thing yeah um so yeah i i think uh if that if we can capture that kind of energy and communicate that that we are locals uh you know and small um even though we're playing the big blockbusters um, it's still family-run we'll, business. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah.
0: So absolutely. Well, Josh, I think that's fantastic. I think everybody should uh, go buy tickets right now. Uh, if if Terminator's not there, go watch something else. It really, I mean, it's called the movie experience for a reason. It it really is an awesome experience there and yeah the
1: name the name the name works yeah it, yeah it says it all
0: you know um <laughs> sands the chips and salsa but yeah you're right i am so hungry right now i'm sorry that's what that's what you did to me well that's
1: what that's what the popcorn that's for. what the
0: popcorn's for right and the rosé right
1: and the rosé yes we got really good rosé <laughs> signer la valley out of avila beach one of the first people i met when we nice. escaped la from the pandemic um up here and uh his stuff is so good but we also have claiborne and churchill and we're looking into other folks as well um Very beer good. and uh cider partners. so all i could right. talk about booze all day
0: well hey uh, yeah i know <laughs> all right well josh i want to just thank you so much for stopping by and saying hi and uh i am so looking forward to this saturday it's not even funny so um thank Sweet. you so much for all your help sir i really really am oh, looking for forward sure to it. all, all right. right get your tickets yeah get tickets <laughs> all right we'll see all you right.
1: soon see you at the theater
0: And so that's going to be a wrap on this edition of Take 18. If you want some tickets, make sure you go to www.centralcoastfilmsociety.org and click on Events there. That's where you'll find the Terminator 2 Judgment Day 30th Anniversary Ticket Package. I should also mention the tickets are $15 for general admission, and that includes a medium popcorn. Thank you, Josh. And that is all available right now tickets are limited to the number of seats in the theater you don't want to miss out they're on sale now stop what you're doing after this podcast and just go click your tickets we couldn't make this show or anything that we do without uh, uh possible without your generous support so please help make a difference come to our event that's how you can do it you can also make a donation you can buy a membership if you buy a membership it actually you get free screenings so this could count as one of your free screenings so just sign up for a newsletter, join us on social media, and I just want to thank you for listening all the way to the very end. So we're getting some great buzz. Just share it, have fun, and I can't wait to see you guys out there on Saturday back at the movie experience for the 30th anniversary, Terminator 2, and with Brad Fidel. I mean, the fact that we get to talk to him is, is phenomenal. I'm so excited. So thank you guys so much, and that's a take.